So, so many of our decisions come from what others tell us to do. By listening to them, we kid ourselves into believing that we don't bear the full responsibility of what we've decided. It was their fault if X happened. It was their fault if Y happened. It wasn't my fault. It was them. We're going to talk about the power of others' influence on us as we make choices in today's episode of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Bob. How are you doing today? I'm good, except I forgot to do something I'm supposed to do. I always forget to do it when I do the introduction. So now I got to distract myself for a second. I'm paying full attention. I just have a moment of stuff I need to do. So you mean I need to talk now for a while? That would help. Excellent. Well, welcome everyone to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Uh, we have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic, as Bob mentioned, is making choices. And today we're going to talk about others' influence on those choices. And we know that our show is made different when others comment and provide feedback throughout the show and, for, and offer their thoughts and ideas as we go through it. So if you uh, would like to do that, please feel free to do that. At the end of the show, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, today's antidote, that may help you today or may help you somewhere down the road as you deal with choices that you are making and you try to figure out how are you really making these choices and what, what influences on them. So if you happen to be watching this broadcast, we hope uh, whether that is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or <clears throat> LinkedIn Live. Nice. A little more aggressive with the tone. I like it. More. Yeah. Yeah. We would love Wait. to hear your comment. <laughs> Waiting to hear the noise. <laughs> Waiting to hear the pounding on the floor. Quiet down yeah. there. Waiting to hear the feedback from others. Ooh. And I know I'm not going there. So uh, if you have one thing you'd like to share, please feel free to do that as well. If you happen to be listening to this podcast, we know that there's no opportunity for you to comment on a podcast. So we hope that you might like our podcast, actually not like it, rate it. And we would encourage you to rate it. How, Bob? You know, let me just spitball here. What would be a good rating? Let me think. How about five stars? Just for giggles. Sounds like a good idea. I thought you were going to go in a completely different direction. I had no idea what was coming there. Uh, we would love for you to rate the show. I love when you don't know what's coming. It makes it more fun. It's like, okay, what's going to happen now? Um, because that helps other people see it more. So people who might be looking for this will find it uh, when we get more ratings. We also would encourage you to share it with family, friends, coworkers, people who you think might benefit from the conversations that we have and the value that is provided because they might be looking for that one thing that we just so happen to talk about. <clears throat> so with that, we uh, look forward to your thoughts and ideas as we go through this show. So 
the first thing we do every show is do our celebrations. So, Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm going to celebrate a good cup of coffee. So each morning I drink a cup of decaf coffee because can you imagine me with caffeine? It'd be LinkedIn Live, LinkedIn Live. It would just be crazy. Yes. Um, so I, I, I'm living in the bunker now and the bunker has a really nice curd machine. And the beauty of the curd machine, I know it wastes plastic. I totally get that. But the beauty of the curd machine is if you put the little pot in each day, it tastes the same. I used to do French press and you could never get it to be the same. You'd have a day where it was like, oh, this is a perfect cup of coffee. Next day you try to replicate it and you'd be four grinds off and it wouldn't taste the same. And I put some protein powder in it each morning. So I've come in the last two weeks to really enjoy the consistency of a good cup of coffee in the morning. How about you? I'm curious. Have you ever found the perfect cup of coffee? Um, yes, I have several times. Really? And once in the Dominican Republic of all places. So are there multiple perfect cups of coffee? <laughs> I guess there could be. Yeah, and our taste buds change, right? Over time. Sure. Because what if I think it's perfect now because it's got the certain amount of bitterness, but in three months I decide that, you know what? I like a coffee that's a little sweeter or a little less bold. You know, it's like wine or bourbon or gin, any of those, you, you, your taste buds change over time. I've, I've had, you know, I've had the same bottle of wine three years in a row in the third year. It's like, why did I like this after all? Makes sense. Are Fair enough. So what are you celebrating? So I'm going to celebrate, uh, as I think I may have shared last week, I had a game, a lacrosse game. I appreciate girls and women's lacrosse. It was a college lacrosse game. And the amazing thing today is that they videotape every game, which is, you know, has varying results sometimes. Everything gets caught, usually, almost everything on the camera. And so I was able to go back and watch the game that I had on Saturday. There were a couple of things that I had some questions on. And, and what I was happy about was that I was able to watch it from the lens of not what was right or wrong, good or bad, just, okay, that's what happened. That's what I saw. This is what a different perspective provided. And it allowed me to consider, okay, well, what went well, what didn't go as planned and what might I do differently? And it was nice not to get frustrated and upset about things that I might've done differently. Just a thing to file away and say, okay, next time I'll try to do it differently. So I'm going to celebrate that I was able to look at it with that lens. Did you see my niece, uh, number 21 on the Salisbury team, Lily Cavalera, score two goals? I wasn't particularly looking for that. No, I'm Come sure I would, I would have seen her. Uh, it's just not, that was not. And it's hard when you're like. You that was know a shameless family plug, by the way. There was, that was fairly clear. Uh, <laughs> that's almost like saying, see what I did there? Almost. <laughs> the fact that you identified her as your niece kind of gave it away. Anyhow. So, uh, so Tom, we got some comments rolling in real fast this morning from Wally. Coffee stunts your growth. He obviously hasn't seen me. <laughs> I've never met Wally in person. He, would, no, he would disagree because I'm 6'6". Six, six. You could have been 6'10", maybe. He also that. says, videotape what year it was or where you are, Tom Brush. Because <laughs> you did say videotape. Yeah, videotape. All right. So video. And 
he also says good morning. <laughs> so thank you for being with us, Wally. Those are all funny. Yeah. It's kind of like saying chicken wings. You don't say chicken wings, you say it's just wings. Just video. So there was video of my game. So I appreciate it. Thank you for that clarification, Wally. That's <laughs> I love it. It's good to remember, right? It's the words we use make a difference. So it's so funny. Have you noticed? I know I've noticed that sometimes you're just talking and you don't really hear the words that you're using. You're just, you're oh. trying to get an idea out in the moment. And I, sometimes I listen to this broadcast in my car when I'm driving. And there are times where I'm like, you did not just say that, Bob. Really? That's the best way you could describe that. But in the moment, that's what it was. Well, it's, isn't that similar to looking at video of yourself on a field? And, and so why than... don't we celebrate? Why don't we celebrate as a group today the ability to go back and look at things, analyze them, and move forward in new, exciting directions? Because it sounds like you can do that with videotape. It sounds like I can do that, or video, as it were. Or I can do that when I listen to our broadcast. And we all have that ability if we choose. It's an option. Yeah, for certain things. For certain things, there are definitely the opportunity yeah. to review that. And I think that, for me, the key on that is not judging it. Right. Like I, you know, I was trying not to say whether that was whether I called a good game or not. It was just I called the game. It was what was real. And now I get a chance to go back and sort of better understand it or differently understand it. So. All right. Excellent. So now that we've completed our celebrations, I guess, although we could make a choice to do something differently, we might want to move into our topic today, which is making choices. And. Uh, we'll talk and focus a little bit on others' influence as we go through that. And you shared some thoughts in the opening. Bob, do you want to expound on that a little bit? I do, and I want to start with a story. So about 10 years ago, I went to a weekend-long workshop. And during the workshop, one of the activities that they did was they brought someone up on stage. And they brought me up on stage. There were about 100 people in the audience. And I was up on the stage with the guy leading this workshop. And he said, what flavor ice cream do you want? Or what kind of ice cream do you want? And I said, I don't know. And he said, well, pick one. And I picked vanilla. And he said, OK, why vanilla? And I said, well, it's my favorite flavor. Nope. And we did this for a while, 47 minutes. At the end of 47 minutes, what, what he was trying to get me to realize was I could just make a choice with no information, just choose it. Vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, didn't matter. I was giving all the factors for why I was choosing it. And he was saying, you have this option to just make a choice without anyone's feedback, without your own thought, just boom. And it stuck with me for all these 10 years since then that I can choose something without without all the data points. And where I think that really has come into mind for me is I am extremely susceptible to others' opinions and feedback. Extremely. All you need to do, write a negative comment in the chat right now and you can watch it. Yeah, don't. don't do it, Wally. <laughs> we'll go spinning off into who knows where. But I'm aware of that now. And I think there are times that that curtails my ability to accomplish the things I want to accomplish because I'm worried about what someone else is going to say, what someone else is going to think, how they're going to feel about it, what they're going to think of me. 
And I think when I look at my business pursuits throughout my career, there were many times where my own instincts were probably as good or, or maybe even better than any, anyone else's. But I was too worried about standing out on that ledge by myself and going, this is what I'm going to do. And I don't care what happens. And in my personal life, it's the same thing. And over the last couple of months, I've done something that took a lot of work to do. And it feels awkward, but I know I'm right in doing it for my reasons. And it, I wait, I wait for someone to criticize it. And so far, it hasn't happened. And I think that's the other part of this, that we, we, we make choices and we give other people more influence than they probably warrant. And it's out of fear. It's out of, for me, it's out of fear of doing something wrong. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I want to do the right thing. And, and as we've said on this program countless times, there is no right and wrong. It's just what's real. I get that. But in my head, the 50 some odd years of training is there's a right and there's a wrong. And if I do what's wrong, I know intellectually, it'll help me figure out what's right. Every step I take takes me a step closer to my goal. Even if it's veering off to left, way off to left, I can figure it out from that. Because if I take no steps, I'm going nowhere. But how many steps have I made that are dictated by what others think, not what Bob thinks? You know, so, someone's been saying to me every day for the last couple of days, you know, what does Bob want today? What does Bob oh, want right yourself now? And you're using your own name in your third. In the third no, person. it's not. No, someone, someone else has been saying that to me. And it's funny because when that, when, it started as a joke kind of thing, but now I realize I don't know what I want. I'm influenced. If you told me, hey, Bob, you know what? It's Tuesday. You should do this thing. I'd be like, hey, you know what, Tom? That's probably a good idea. Because if you give me that idea, now you're responsible. If it goes horribly wrong, I'm off the hook. Ah, I just did what Tom told me to do. I didn't know that was a bad idea. Talk to Tom. He's the knucklehead, not me. Now, that's not really true. It's really not true, but that's what that's what's going on in my head. And I don't think I'm alone. I bet there are people out there right now going, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, I'm waiting for my spouse to make a decision. I'm waiting for my employee to make a decision. I think when we're leaders, often our employees come to us wanting cover that they could make the decision. But by bringing it up and discussing it with you, then it's like, well, OK, uh, so so what do you want to do? Well, I'd like to do this. And now you've blessed it. The CEO or the manager has said, okay, that's okay. So if it goes bad, now you have shared blame. And I think many of us like shared blame because being out on your own, not so easy. And I think of someone like Wally. I've talked to Wally a couple of times on the phone and uh, <clears throat> he is fearless. I don't, I don't get a sense that he really cares what my thoughts are. You know, he cares what my thoughts are, but his decisions are uniquely his own. And I'm not in that place very often. Although sometimes you are more so. You seem not to care that much. You seem to have a, a clear compass about where you're going. And, and I'm saying that with respect, more respect than I think you realize, because I struggle with this. I could, I could talk about this topic till... August. Interesting. Well, it's interesting to me. 
as you were talking and as I was thinking about it, I, I was thinking about two different things. One was, I think there is people who have influence in the moment as we make a decision or in a decision that we make. And ultimately, I believe that it's still my decision. They're not, I mean, I guess somebody could force me to do something and then it's not, although it is still my decision. I could either do it because they're forcing me to do it or I could take the ramifications for not doing it because that was the choice I, I wanted to make. And I think <clears throat> that's part of it is that ultimately you still are, you are making the choice to do it. People might have influence. <clears throat> they may, you know, they may, you know, one of the ways I was thinking about this is why do you go to a restaurant or a movie sometimes? Because somebody said, oh, it's a really good movie. You haven't seen it. You don't know. You're just taking their word or their thoughts or their ideas and saying, huh, based on who it is that shares it. Well, I trust their opinion, so I'm going to go, even though I might not have otherwise gone. Yet, you are still making the decision to go. It's not their decision. They're just sharing some influence with you. So that was the one side of it. Is that, And then the second side is, I honestly believe that every choice we make has influence from others. Mm -hmm. So our choice, because and when you think about it, when you were on that stage, and you chose vanilla. For some reason or another, there was some influence on you that brought vanilla to mind more than other things. And so even though you made the choice to pick it, there was other influences. You know, all I think about is the Super Bowl. If you watch the commercials, whether you liked them or didn't like them, they are trying to influence your decision making subconsciously consciously whoever you know whoever they have as the if there are actors the actors on it or the characters they believe that those characters have a certain perception out there with a large part of the community and that because they they are the one endorsing it it is something that other that you will consider that influence more than the people who didn't advertise. And, and so I think that that's the hard part about, about this is that there, I believe there's always influence around us. And, and that's a part of why we make decisions that we make. And yet ultimately is our decision. You know, I go back to the game this weekend. I made a call, hundreds of them. And that was my decision to make the call. I was influenced by the play. I was influenced by what my partners were doing. I was influenced by what the crowd was yelling, what the coaches were saying. And then I didn't yell once, just so we're clear, Tom. I didn't yell once. Bob was kind enough to show up and watch the game, although he had ulterior motives besides me. His niece was playing, as he mentioned, I think. She scored two goals. Is that right, Bob? Two goals? Yes. Yeah. Uh, on, right. on the national sure championship team, Division Three, Salisbury uh, sea, Seagulls. Yes. Make sure we were clear on that. So I think that, there, you know, that is we take what is currently real for us, right? Our knowledge, experience, and our perspective. And that guides the decisions that we make. And as you said about coffee is that sometimes it changes. Sometimes our, our what's real for us changes. And we get information that otherwise 
would make us think about what would we do differently and that our next choice, like I said, there was a play that we had <clears throat> that I watched and I was looking back on, I think I shared this before the show, that I would have done differently. There mm -hmm. were some things that happened that to get a diff to get what I would have believed was the correct result based on what happened, I would do something differently. I had actually thought about it right after the game and then watching it back just kind of reconfirmed that there were some things they could have done differently. And, and yet what I saw in the moment influenced the decisions that I made. So, I mean, I can understand where people will want to, as you talked about, not pass blame, but share blame. If something doesn't go the way you share blame, I think it's share responsibility, Shared responsibility. Okay. You know, because, because if we're carving our own unique path, right, which we all are, then that means we're on our own path and it's a whole lot easier. I don't know if you've hiked, but when you're hiking or running and you're running alone, it's a lot harder than when you're running and there's that person you can follow through the trail or they're running on the road and you're like, oh, they got really good pace. I'm going to follow this person for the next mile. That, that can be really appealing in a way that if you're just out there alone on that trail, what if I make a wrong turn? What if I go this way? What if I fall and break my leg? At least if there's someone ahead or behind you and you fall and you break your legs, presumably they're going to stop and go, hey, did you break your leg? Yeah. And I presumably. think that's the, you know, that's the concern I have when I'm doing things on my own is what's the safety net? What's the, where is the, I guess ultimately it comes to, I don't trust myself to figure it out. Even though I know I will, I think that's what's going through my head. The fear of what if I don't figure this thing out? What if I make this a complete mess? You know, what if there is no figuring it out? Oh, my mind's going to explode. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't even know if I know what figuring it out means. Figure to me, in some regards, figuring it out means you got it, means that it's right. It also means you're taking control. And, I, and I'm finding more and more that the more I try to take control of things that I shouldn't take control of, the worse they get. The things should, that I can't control. Don't have control. Hmm? Well, you're talking about shouldn't control. And usually those are the things that you can't control. Somebody else control. Right. right. But I think that's the thing that I struggle with when I make a choice. I want to make the choice. I want to make the right choice. And I want to make it so that I have control of the outcome. I don't like the uncertainty of, well, this might work. This might not work. I mean, we've been doing this program for almost two years, right? How many times have I, have ex have I expressed some sort of frustration around it? It's like every two weeks, right? Like yeah. clockwork. Not, not because I don't like what we're doing, not because I don't believe in what we're doing, but it's not, some days it's not achieving the goal that I set for us at the beginning. It's achieved many other goals that I couldn't have even imagined. Like crazy. I didn't think in that first month I'd be writing a book. I didn't think that you'd be writing a book. I didn't think that we'd be doing some of the things that we've done together. But I also would love that I, if I could control more. What's Danny got to say this morning? You're going to like, well, you'll enjoy this, I think. That's, That's the irony. irony. The more we try and control, the less we end up having. Yeah, thanks, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just think it's a reminder that there's only so many things that we control, and those things are pretty limited. 
You know, I think yeah. that that's that it. We what we can control is the decisions that we make. We we get to choose what decision we make, even if someone is trying to force us to do something different. We can always choose to not do it and to deal with whatever the ramifications are from not doing it. Um, and so I think that and while I'll say that, I think I'll offer my one thing is that there's always influence. <clears throat> and depending on who is providing that influence and how you look at them will greatly impact your, I believe, whether you make a choice that way or not. And yet, it is still your choice. I, I was going to say that's the thing I would put the underline on. It's still your choice. Ultimately, whatever you choose, no matter who gives you the feedback, you own the choice. And I have to I have to really remind myself of that. It's like, well, this person said I should do this and this person said I should do this. And I'm going to follow what they said. But still, that's my decision. And I've got to own it. And that can be difficult when things don't go the way you're expecting or they go differently than you expected or the opposite way of what you expected. It can be difficult to own a choice, but it can also I think it's what sets you free ultimately is going, OK, I made that choice. What can I learn from it? As you say all the time, what went as expected, what didn't go and what would you do differently next time? I know I butchered it. I'd like close. to butcher it. I like to butcher it just for you. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the thing. Ultimately, it is our own choice. And that's really the power that we all have in carving this unique pathway, right? It's just like you can go down the ski slope, fresh snow, no, no tracks on it. You get to pick your route. I've done it. It's the most exhilarating thing in the world because you're like, wow, there are no marks on this. I have no idea what I'm skiing into and you ski down and then you look up and it's like, there's my zigzag. That's me. Now, an hour later, there are 50 other people zigzags and you can't tell your zigzag, but there, there's a feeling of uh, exhilaration in having gotten down that slope the way you chose. And one time I did it one morning in Vermont and I fell and I rolled. And if you looked, you'd see, zigzag blob and then more zigzag and that was me <laughs> just you know well and even with that do you control all of that zigzag no nope don't control what the snow will do don't control how icy it is don't control whether my ski falls off in the middle or is my there a pole goes you that yeah, you didn't yeah. see yeah. I, I mean There's i think a... that's the thing is that we we are so concerned about the results of the choices that we make. And so often we don't control those results. And I think that's the point I've gotten to is like, I realize that I, my goal is to take action and then figure out what happens from that action and not as a way to judge it rather as a way to say, based on all this information and influence that I had, I, this was the choice that I made. And this is what happened from that. Okay. What do, what do what went well, what didn't go as planned, and what would I do differently? And then I choose to move forward with that and stop judging whether it was what I should have done, could have done, whatever the case may be. Hey, Danny uh, gives us a comment. I'm try I, I hit a button and uh, there it is. Should be coming up. Get can you make it come up, Tom? Because I can't. 
Yeah, every time I do it, I think you click it. So sure. it's, no it more exists. control. Instead, in and out, up and down. Ride waves of life and work knowing we can't control it. That's the choice. Kind of like skiing for me. Danny is, well, he's originally from a place where they would do much more skiing than surfing, although he spent a lot of time in California. So he okay. surf culture, although now he's back to skiing again. So he'll probably pick up on that and uh, and understand that metaphor. As he has, and, and I guess it, it's funny, Tom, because when I've gone skiing, and it's been a long time since I went skiing, I really didn't know what I was doing. Every time you go down a hill, it's completely different because the conditions change, and that was part of the appeal of it to me. Isn't that kind of like making choices? Every choice I, that's you make, where I, that's where I'm going. That 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 I have experience in this, and it's the same thing playing golf. I love to play golf, and golf's about making choices all day long. I don't. I don't question those choices the way I do in business. I don't question those the way I do in my personal life. I, I'm i much freer on a golf course than I am in my real world. I, I, I'm, Is that because you think you control the results more on the golf course or you know you don't control the results? I know I don't control the results. Yes, correct. And I'm not that good a golfer. And so I don't, I give myself more grace. You know, there's a lot of, oh, well, I guess I can hit 285 yards over the water. That's a good lesson for next time I play here. Maybe I should have gone around. But, and I think it's the same thing in business. I just don't apply the same logic to my business the way I could on the golf, on the golf course or on the ski slope or countless other places. Surfing. Maybe that's the next thing so, you should take up to get the get just surfing. I tried water skiing. That was a debacle. My my legs are too long and too wimpy to control a. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Would you I, have your one thing? Was your one that you? Yeah, should? I did. We put we put we underlined that you have the choice. All Come right. on, Tom. Pay attention. Well, I, you know, I was wrapping. I got my mind thinking about. One, you on water skis. <laughs> See what influence you have on me? That went right <laughs> in my What head. I haven't told you is I wear that one-piece men's bathing suit with the stripes oh, like God. they did back in the 20s. <laughs> Please don't say that. That image will live in my head for way too long, even if it's for five minutes. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being up with us today. Thanks to Danny and Wally for your comments. We are <laughs> Enjoying this. Uh, if you have your one thing that you'd like to share, please feel free to share it because we know that it will add value and it might be unique and it will be unique and it'll be a little bit different, likely. Even if it's similar, you'll likely use different words and different expressions. And so it may impact someone, influence someone differently than what we share. So please feel free to put that in the comments, whether you're watching this now or you are watching it later. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can go to the, our Facebook group, The Ring of Renegades, and the video will be there and you can put your comment inside the video. So we hope that you will join us there. We also want to make sure you remember that you can gain everything Renegade by downloading our app, the Renegade, Renegade Success Network. Sorry. You can get that on Google Play as well as the App Store on an Apple product. Can you say it again? Because I didn't do my part. Uh, you you kind of backed into it. You were struggling with the words and I didn't want to stop you because I thought it would make things. So can you go back to what's that app called again, Tom? 
The app is called Renegade Success Network. Dun, 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 dun. Excellent. Make sure we get all your parts in here. The right, the appropriate I have way. to remember them all. <laughs> you might have to start creating a list so that you make sure that you, you're able to do that. That would be so funny. <laughs> so we would love to see you there. You can access the show from there, whether you, you can access the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. You can also access, if you're interested, our six-week program to help you find success the Renegade way. If you're really struggling in how you make your choices, that program is a great way to help you figure out the choices you make each day to ensure you're focused on the efforts that are going to move you forward or help you take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. So that's easy to do. You can just go to the app, look at it, and there's lots of information. And also, if you're new to our show and you're like, well, what the heck is a renegade? There are some videos in there that will give you some feedback of how Bob and I look at what a renegade is. And we know that that will add some value, some have a little bit of impact or a lot. And we hope that if you do enjoy what you see in there, you'll share it with others. So we hope that you'll download that. We'll see you inside of that community or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you. And make a choice. Just for the for the heck of it. Excellent. All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.